number one podcast. Let's go. Yeah. Check the podcast. Nerds about the broadcast. About to drop some knowledge on your brain with all these hot facts. Gaming, anime, and even comics got you covered. I'll just listen to this intro from this budget Donald Glover. Yeah. We'll take your mind up on a trip like Rick and Morty. Like we jumping through these portals. Trust me, none of this is boring. And they cover all these topics. Start an A into the letter Z. Attack on Titan all the way to Zoro. That's more than one piece. Keep it nerd or nothing. Yeah, you know that is our motto. And if you listen to us, that's the motto that you follow. Got the host with the most. He got moves like he's Star Lord. All these haters taking shots, they missing like it's Star Wars. Far more content than you could even ask for. Put it on your phone and then just stick it to your dashboard. Tune in anytime and they will probably have your fandom. But now just kick back so you can listen to the anthem. Keep it nerd, keep it nerd. What's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts. Growing up, cause you know we got a bomb cast. Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast. Keep it nerd, keep it nerd. What's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts. Growing up, cause you know we got a bomb cast. Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast. Keeping it nerd podcast, everybody. It's Ming Chen approved. Record it now. That was 57. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Keeping It Nerd, episode number 57. This is the Comic Con at Home edition. Uh, I don't know what to call it. This is just a look back at the Comic Con 2020 that was uh, done at home this year due to the world burning around us. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Vince, and I got my guys here with me, Jeremiah and Nico. Hey, guys, let's say what's up today, everyone. How's it going, everyone? What is up? And have you guys recovered from that crazy Comic-Con? Like, we have so many cool stories from, like, staying up all night, um, riding in the streets on bird scooters, um, like, uh, seeing all I our favorite stars. Remember that? <laughs> Yeah, I still smell like BO and I smell of, uh, you know, regret and alcohol. Oh, yeah. I still smell like desperation and um, and self-pity. So that's my, cool. My back still hurts from sleeping outside waiting for these exclusives and stuff. But, you know, that's weird because it seems like that was 2019. 2020 Comic-Con, I think it was a little differently. <laughs> I mean, as, as what you said, uh, Jeremiah, usually... I would use this like a day after Comic-Con to kind of, uh, or day or two after Comic-Con and kind of recoup and be like, recover from like, yeah, the sleepless nights, um, the early morning, uh, you know, runs to, you know, booth, Marvel booth or Cryptozoic booth or Funko, whatever. This year was totally different. I mean, the the year itself has just been one big crazy madness thing. Uh, Why? What's and, going on? Oh, you know, this everything's just crumbling around around us, and it murder like, spoke- hornets. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, who would have uh, thought that would be the most the thing that meant nothing? Like when I saw yeah. those pictures, I was like, "Shit, the world's gonna end," and that has literally been insignificant compared to all the other fucking crazy shit that's been happening. This um, I, I'm still waiting on that asteroid to come down on us. I don't know. Um, so we still have a few months. Oh yeah, you're yeah. right. I, I don't want to sell it short. Um, but yeah, this year there was no Comic Con at all because obviously whatever. And they decided to do a Comic Con at home. In which I don't know, for me guys 
it was kind of like a a miss for me because I was obviously when when you go to the con or you you prepare yourself like you know we're, we're gonna be flying in you gotta pack this pack all that blah 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 like what am I usually Nico you know the drill usually the last how many eight years nine years that we were doing this is I'd have an Excel spreadsheet like all right guys these are <laughs> exclusives that we need to hit so if we want to go ahead and you know make some money and recoup some of the you know lodging costs then yeah we need to hit these things and uh you know be able to uh, turn it around this year we didn't there was no excel spreadsheet there was no hype behind really the exclusives the the whole thing of panels that were going to be out there nothing like reveals studios showing off their new shiny toy that's going to be coming out at the end of this year or maybe next year or so no we got it wasn't there. I, I didn't feel the hype. I, what, what were you guys like? How did this whole weekend, Comic Con weekend, feel for you guys? Uh, to be honest, for me, like I, I, I completely forgot it was Comic Con weekend <laughs> until. <laughs> well, well, yeah, until, yeah. yeah. I mean, until I saw like some some like uh, Instagram posts and like some stuff on Twitter, and then after that, I remembered, and I was just like, okay, well, you know, I'm just gonna. I, I, I didn't have any intention of sitting down and watching in the panels. I figured any of the big news, and, and this is kind of like the same thing at Comic Con because we don't get to uh, watch all the uh, panels. You know, we're in line and doing other things, so I kind of just wait for stuff to pop up on my feed, and that's that was kind of pretty much what my Comic Con experience was this year too. Jeremiah, well, I'll be honest with you, um, I wasn't going to Comic Con this year because I was too slow registering, so I didn't have passes, so I wasn't going to be going. So. <laughs> Who's got two thumbs and was happy to stay home? This guy. Fuck <laughs> you guys who are going to go without me. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Um, no, it was, uh, it was super disappointing because obviously like this is, I mean, it's it has the possibility of being such a fun weekend and just the spectacle around Comic-Con. Like everybody, the people who go, even though, of course, the fans are going to be the biggest critics and have things to complain about, but realistically, it's great for all of entertainment basically it's just it's something people look forward to all year and uh, and there's just so many ways to enjoy it whether it's you know looking to see stars or looking to see what the reveals are of you know what vince is talking about what new the shiny toys what movies coming out well production companies have to be making something to be able to put those things out and since our entire world is in a standstill right now like the uh what we're going to get out of sort of a an online or a virtual version of this that's thrown together in a very short amount of time is really going to be mitigated so i i think you're i think you're right nico like i i guess my expectations for this were were so low that i i guess i got out of it what i thought i would which is you know very very little unfortunately yeah i mean as far as talking about panel wise like i know sometimes we didn't see all the big panels like hall h or uh, ballroom 20 which you know all the big uh um, you know big name players usually you know announce things because yeah you know usually we'd find it like oh shit someone was in the in that ballroom already or in that that uh, that part of the convention that they uploaded whatever what they could so we could see it which is which is cool but it didn't have the same energy though when like Let's say when we were sitting at a Jim Lee panel. See that those are the kind of panels that I did miss. And like I know Jim Lee and some others, they they kind of had their own panel or they did Twitch streams or whatever. But if I'm not in that room, like you'd feel that energy from uh, you know, whoever's presenting, whoever's the moderator. 
and then also the you know like mind fans that are around you, it, it it just like missed its mark. Like it was basically me sitting at home watching YouTube videos all day, and I was like going, "This is not Comic Con. This is a Tuesday for me. This is a, a Wednesday afternoon or you know Thursday night." Like I could I seeing all this stuff streaming on my you know my phone. I was it didn't really hit me too much, and it, it, it was it was sad too because you know it was like so, it's such. Uh, going through this thing for so many years, you're just like going, oh man, I, it's all about the, it is about the fans in which I'm hoping maybe, you know, people who maybe feel have gotten jaded already by this, maybe going so many years or whatever, it kind of may resets their mind going, you know what? That actually is a pretty cool event to go to once a year. Just be kind of like going, I you know I can get this information on the, uh, you know, on the internet somewhere, but if I don't, if I'm not there at it, then like, you know, there's that added element that gets you all hyped and ready for it. And plus, there were the, the cosplaying. I didn't, I didn't get to dress up this year. Oh, actually, you know what? I'll lie. I did get to dress up this year because I uh, participated in the Mezco uh, contest. Uh, they were giving away uh, some gift certificates, and uh, one of the things was the hashtag Mezco 2020. Oh, Mezco Con 2020. I saw and, that. Uh, yep, yeah, and me and Logan. Uh, that was Logan's first. Uh, Cosplay experience. <laughs> I, I had to dress up as Dustin, and I was a uh, uh, Steve Harrington from season two of Stranger Things. So, unfortunately, we didn't win. So that's uh, bullshit. I know. I, I I even tried to get the baby in, in it to you know kind of like you know give him a nudge like eh eh you know you can't say no you can't make the baby lose right no the big baby lost the big baby Hard lost list. yeah <laughs> Vince um, did you end up watching any of the the panels, quote unquote, I hesitate to call them panels because they were, it was basically just like eavesdropping. I felt like a, a voyeur, a, a voyeur watching people's uh, Zoom calls that are just, that are, and they're saying nothing. Like, it felt very like, uh, like all, everything I watched was sort of lacking in any real information. It was just, it felt kind of like lip service. Like, we got to present something. So here it is. Yeah, I watched uh, a few minutes of the New Mutants uh, panel. Yeah, you know, to panel right, and right. there. It's again, if you're not in the same room, even even I feel like the panelists, like if they're not in the same room, it's hard because you'll have like these moments of like maybe someone's internet connection was off and they said something and it just kind of like there's a big awkward pause or someone talks over someone else and it's just it's just harder to do virtually. Uh, you know, I know they were trying to do a service for the fans and everything. It, Valiant effort, but it was sure. still kind of like, you know, it was, it was a miss for me. And yeah, like the new mutants, I think it was like an hour long panel, but, but I, I think I was only in it for like 10 minutes before I was like, uh, you know what? I, I can't. And I went and I, I did the kind of, uh, you know, impatient thing. I was going, forget it. Let me just look, for, let, let me look for the key points of this panel. Oh yes. A new, a new trailer came out for it, which like, great. I, and I can't wait till the new mutants comes out, which I do like how the beginning of that trailer kind of like gives it a little uh, knock to the how many times they've had to change their release date. So which that yeah, was pretty. That was, fun. that was funny that they could kind of like you know laugh at you know laugh at, laugh at themselves for that. But you know, yeah, not, I think that's the only other panel. A, a little bit of the boys, but it, yeah. it couldn't. I couldn't get engaged. It was just hard for me to sit there engaged. Like even with the some of the toy uh, toy uh, toy panels. I was watching like the Funko panel and uh, I was watching a sideshow 
And I was like, going, another thing, another aspect when I loved going to the show was you get to see the display cases of the new toys. And I go, holy shit, that, you know, that Unicron is gonna, is three feet fucking tall. That thing is going to be badass. I can't wait to see it. Or that, you know, Jabba Barge is going to, is so massive. Like, how much are they going to sell this for? Like, when does it come out? You talk to the reps and it was, you know, that was like a pretty cool thing to do. Seeing it on, once again, YouTube is like, great. I'm watching Foosh. I'm watching, you know, Pixel Dan. I'm watching, you know, Toy Galaxy. There's nothing special about it that made me feel like I'm here at Comic-Con and I couldn't get, I wasn't hyped. I, I was going in and out, like, whatever, uh, for my days, the, the past four days. So, yeah, Nico, we didn't even get to go to uh, Tipsy Crow this year. I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. The streak is broken. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't wake up uh, hating ourselves and going, what happened last night? Or having to wake up like at 4 a.m. after a night of like, you know, binge drinking to get in line somewhere and just like either freezing or like dying of thirst. Vince, where are you going? I'm going to go get Lego. Okay, fuck it. All right. You go out there, stand in line. Uh, Texas, Texas in uh, about uh, in four hours and we'll tell you where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, I'll be there. <laughs> I don't even have any Jackson stories. It's been a whole year. It's going to be at least another whole year before I see that guy. <laughs> oh, see, yeah, that's another thing. That's another thing that we miss from the from Comic Con. The, J- the Jackson, like, we we need we need we need the Jackson element too. It wasn't the same. Like, I was telling, I told Reyna too. Um, I was going, you know what? This right about this time, I'd be seeing that can of Suavecito, uh, you know, pomade <laughs> inside the bathroom, and I'm like, going, that's 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 Jackson right there. That that would be my weekend right there. It's funny because um, so. I, I had just gone to Yosemite not too long ago. He was with me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you guys know, Jackson has this rule. Whenever he's at the hotel, at a hotel or whenever he's gone, he needs to have the AC at its lowest like point. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. And his only thing is, like, we're not going to waste the AC. We're going to use as much of it as possible. If you get cold, I don't care if you're cold, you, you put on a sweater or a blanket, but we're not touching the AC. <laughs> so we get to Yosemite. We run to the cabin in Yosemite. Uh, and we get into the cabin and, you know, we're like looking for the AC. We find out that that cabin has no AC and we're in Yosemite. It's like 90 degrees out. Like it's just soaking all the, like he had like a mini panic attack for a second. And then, he, <laughs> and then he grabbed like three or four fans and put them like directly on. him. So it was Jackson like devastated because of that whole AC situation. Yeah. I mean, again, he, he just has this, this, uh, bar where he, when he's on vacation, he needs to be comfortable and he's not comfortable unless it's the Arctic. Um, <laughs> so having to be, <laughs> and we were, we were in that cabin for like four days. Luckily, um, you know, we would be out most of the day and only come in at night, but, um, yeah. And, and he made, he made, he was fine with it after a while, but like, I think that initial, you know, us day of traveling, we get in the cabin. It's it's already you can feel it's hot as balls, and then he's like panicking, looking for like the AC, and then to find out, like you just see his facial reaction, and like there's no AC. He's just like <laughs> he was like he went into a panic mode for a second. I'm surprised he didn't just like go in the car and turn on the AC and say, "I'm gonna sleep in there." Did being stuck in that sweaty cabin remind you at all of? being at comic-con just with the musk just with the sweat and the man musk a little bit yeah you know it's, it's a for a little bit it gave me a little nostalgia just to feel like oh well <laughs> so so you 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 were there you know 
you know, not physically, but you know, in your mind, it just took you to that. It took you, yeah. it took you to the, it took you to the, the exhibit floor and you're like, Oh wait, but at least you had more room to like navigate through. You didn't have to like, you're in bumping shoulders or no one was giving you a flat tire. Right. Yeah, exactly. I was telling you this the other day, at least this year, I did not have to sous vide a burrito. So, um, <laughs> But you could if you wanted to, just for fun. I I could have, yeah, but I had full access to a grill and and kitchen appliances this year, so. (laughs) I I told you that, Miniko. That was what. That's like one of the top highlights of like all the years going to Comic Con, the sous vide burrito. I mean, (laughs) yeah. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to last year's Comic Con episode. Some gems in there. Oh yeah, or just go hop on our Instagram. You'll see. You'll see the story of Nico sous vide a frozen burrito. I mean, it doesn't get By much all accounts, it should have worked. We just didn't account. I, I, sorry, I should say I did not account for the hole in the bag that would leak water in there. But other than, <laughs> before that, it actually worked. You know, let's be honest. That microwave burrito was going to be disgusting, even if you cooked it perfectly. <laughs> That's true. And, and that uh, that extra slime just made it like you know go down your throat just a little easier. Yeah, just, any burrito that's advertised as oil in the bag is probably not going to be delicious. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> oh man, what else did you guys miss this year? Because like, I missed out on just like you know, for one, you got a vacation in one of the most beautiful places on earth. You know, get to yeah, hang out, hang out with the boys. You get the the whole planning. Like, okay, here's the strategy. This is Excel spreadsheet. Like, here's where we need to be at what time. There's like, just the sightseeing the people watching the people watching is unbelievable at comic-con you know uh the pain, I mean, there's so much. yeah that, that that people watching is like that's always like fun to see like there's always a shit show of some sort or like you know like real cool costumes but then you have the terrible costumes and then you have the the jesus people protesting outside <laughs> and how how um people would um you know are are reacting either antagonizing them or like joining them you know it just it there's so much to see not not necessarily even within the convention but i think that's like one of the things that i definitely miss the most after the last few months can you even imagine a scenario where you were in an environment like that with that many people anymore like now if somebody walks within 20 feet of you especially it's like whoa what are we doing here what are we doing stay on your side of the road (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah crossing the street even is is uh you know you're you're compacted is, is, is those, those um crosswalks get full um so yeah you're right i don't know even if thing is is back to um normal by next year i i wonder how they're going to handle that um environment yeah the tickets are going to be seven thousand dollars and there's only going to be a quarter of the people there you know or less yeah yeah, I'm. I'm as interested as I was like seeing how they're going to handle this virtual uh, Comic Con. Now I'm like, even more intrigued. Like, all right, how are we going to handle, you know, next year when let's say things kind of like come back to normal semi-ish, but obviously with new pro, you know, mandates and probably new 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 uh, social cues that we should be like looking out for. Like, oh, six feet, like you said, masks everywhere. Like, I mean, that's just. I mean, I guess the mask would be a good thing because, you know, once, you know, it would deflect, it would deflect, you know, the body odor that would be like, you know, something that's having to breathe in because sometimes people did not shower every day at Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Don't shower most of the days, for sure. For sure. 
Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, you, you asked what I missed about the whole. Yeah, uh, yeah. What did you miss? I mean, because when you look at the quality of the content, that's going to be one thing. It was to be expected. Like, not a lot of big announcements coming out. There's limited to, you know, what they can present based on having to come up with these 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 things kind of on the fly. But what what else? Like, what is you know what did you miss from the real event? The biggest thing I did miss was the kind of like the people that make Comic Con itself, like the camaraderie of it all. Because I'm saying you're, sure. you're with like other like-minded side people, like other fans. That sometimes like you're standing in line for X and X uh, panel or so and so exclusive, and then you know you just kind of drum up a conversation. Yes, there were some kind of like sprinkled in like kind of like maybe weirdos, <laughs> but there were uh, there were also times when you just like going, wow, you know what, you know, I'm having a really you know pretty cool genuine conversation. This two hour line waiting for a Lego, uh, you know, minifig, what didn't feel like two hours anymore. It felt like you know twenty minutes because I was being able to, you know connect with with people that just share the same passion so that that's a big thing and then i mean i guess i'd say anything else that i'd really miss like everything kind of like else is on the, is on the, the same level uh, playing field missing out seeing the new like new new toys that maybe possibly coming out next year or going down artist alley finding some prints i mean maybe this year it was okay because you know my walls are pretty packed already, so I don't know if I could fit any more prints anywhere else. But um, you picked something up anyways, though, did you not? I did, but see, it was it's a mini, so it's small enough. It doesn't have to go in my wall. Here, in comparison, just yep. So uh, yeah, I picked up a mini, uh, a mini print or original from uh, Patrick Ballesteros. And that's it's someone who I always go to at least once, uh, once a year, and I always pick up at least one thing couldn't do it this year but virtually we did it so and that's why i saw a lot of artists doing which was i think it was it was you know good for them because obviously this is like their main you know uh income when they go to these conventions i thought to myself like wow it's, it's you know it's hard for these you know artists to kind of do these things and it, for the most part it seemed like at least the artists that i was uh, that i follow and stuff like it seemed like it didn't really hurt their sales because sometimes i was going on uh on their site and it sold out within like within the first minute, two minutes, like I was like kind of like fighting tooth and nail to, for this, uh, for this mini original. And then the other day I was trying to go for a Chris Ominga. Um, it was a Mandalorian, uh, sketch. I had it in the cart, try to check out. It was already sold out. I was going, wow, that was really quick. Bing, bang, boom. I was going, all right. So that had the comic con feel still, uh, so where I felt like I was like, okay, I'm, I'm on hunt mode and I'm, I'm trying to, trying to get this, but someone's always beating me to it. These blasted ass bots and whatever. So that I didn't feel like I was missing out on because, uh, exclusive wise Funko did, uh, screw me over this year or I, not just me. They, they screwed over a lot of people. Here we go. Um, likely story every year. It's the same with these guys. Well, last year it was like, okay, a lottery. So which is fine because that's. You know, I can't help if it's a lottery, but this year when you open up your exclusives to the general public now, so it's no longer really an exclusive, it's now you're fighting, like I, you know, name dropped, like bots. That's a hard thing. Like these people with the bots make it hard. And I find it so hard that Funko, who's been in business for years and years now, still cannot get their website straight. Like they still find themselves, oh, whoops. Uh, our site went down or 
it's not loading the shipping screen, which happened to me. I had a cart full. I was hitting checkout. And then right there, you just see it says, okay, it's calculating shipping. And it says, do not refresh. Don't do anything. I go, all right, that's weird. And then Raina comes in the room and says, oh, did you, are you trying to go for Funko? She says, yeah. Like, oh, I'll try too. And I was like, going, all right, sure, whatever. Like she came in like 10, 15 minutes after I had already began my checkout process. And she got in and out. She said, all right, I'm done. I'm like going, what the fuck? Like, okay, obviously some stuff was sold out already by the time she had gone in, but you know, she, was, she was able to get a good haul. But I was just sitting there for like an hour, scared because I, was, I thought like, okay, if I hit refresh, it's going to be done deal. Like You're going to lose it. Yeah. I'm going to lose everything. And I'm thinking maybe that the cart was being saved already. Foolish. Foolish of me <laughs> to think of that. And I backdoored it and I went on my iPad and I ended up getting like, only two uh, other Funkos because everything else sold out by the time I decided to like try again. And while what I was you up, up? my other screen would still show loading. Um, I picked up some uh, Anchorman stuff, um, um, uh, Motu stuff, some Masters of the Universe. Uh, oh, Dwight with the Princess Unicorn, but that wasn't a, <laughs> that was not a that was not a, a SEC exclusive. But yeah. Only like maybe a handful of uh, things, and like most of them, I'm, like, I'm just gonna probably like stock away or maybe use for a like, trade because like the ones I did want, like they were already gone, so I just got what I could. But like I said the uh, earlier, my uh, little trading group, not trading group, but my collector group that I joined last year, paid off dividends because someone was able to secure one, uh, the one I, the one Funko Pop I wanted from Hot Topic, so which is pretty cool. Um and real quick uh, uh story about that I decided to try and go for uh, uh the hot topic drop at uh that Funko had because it was a shared exclusive and I still find myself falling in line and racing to a spot I had to race to hot topic and then seeing a big line and think to myself what the fuck like I thought I wasn't going to be doing this this year and sure enough I was there but I know you guys said the people watching was something that you uh, that you guys missed. Here, hold on. Let me pull it up here real quick because I got the people watch the shit show that happened at Hot, at Hot Topic that day because things went sideways fast. People were running. People were cutting in line. People were, you know, saying, like, oh, this isn't fair. Like, why are we, you know, these people were letting on the other side of the mall, not, you know, not on this side of the mall. It was it was one big shit show, and <laughs> hold on, I'm trying to find the picture here. That's that's someone there. Right? He was so tired from his run up the escalator that he <laughs> sit up on the uh, platter pant. Oh, and here's here's the video. This this guy looks like he's about to he's about to rumble. Oh yeah. See, See so. Yeah, there are some aspects of Comic Con you were able to experience. <laughs> oh my god, yes, yes. So, and and I thought I maybe escaped the bo, but this one, this one right here. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah he, I would have thought so. Yeah, he he reeked of it. So, um, <laughs> that's something I did not end up uh, actually missing missing because I did kind of participate in something that kind of resembled Comic Con, but um, but yeah. I don't know. Did you give? Did anything? Did Nico? Did you did you catch any panels or anything? Uh, I didn't 
catch any panels, like things that end up like uh, when news was revealed um, or like trailers are dropped, it was just like either through my Instagram feed or like Twitter. Um, and then I kind of take a few moments to watch it, but I, I, um, I didn't sit down and try to like catch anything, nothing um, like every day. Right. Um, you guys probably got this where uh, comic con would send an email out kind of like listing out what the events were for that day. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I mean, again, I kind of like nothing really popped out to me and I knew like any big information would be shared, uh, through social media anyways. So I kind of just went about my day and then like when I would check the feeds, I, I, I kind of see what's up and watch a trailer here, or read some news up on this or that and stuff like that. So, uh, not, not, yeah, not that much. Yeah. I mean, I saw the thing about the boy season two, but yeah. that's just like a stone's throw away. It's the end of the week, right? Is it end of the week is the new season? I think um, it's supposed to come out September. Oh, I'm um, sorry. It's Umbrella Academy comes out at the end of the week. Oh, yeah. Umbrella week. Academy comes out this week. Uh, uh, Boys season two uh, comes out September. But they've been, and then they um, dropped the news that they've already been greenlit for season three, which is pretty cool because, like, they haven't even, um, uh, you know, their season two hasn't even come out yet. But, yeah. um, which, side note, I think there are already some reviews on there, um, out there for uh, for season two, um, saying that it's, you know, pretty, uh, it's really good. Oh, right. Did you happen to see the little uh, clip that they played of uh, with the exploding whale? <laughs> yes. Yes. That was... I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed that, like, two minutes. It picks up right where it left, leaves off. Where I'm like going, all right, how are the boys going to handle season two? And sure enough, last season you saw a dolphin basically get run over by a pickup truck, and now you see the boys ram a fucking speedboat into a whale. Uh, what's his name again? Not uh, not Ocean Master. What the hell is that guy's the name? The Deep. That guy. I swear to God, that guy just can't catch a break. <laughs> Oh, just, so the, best, the best part of that little trailer was his you can just see at like at the point where he realizes they're, they're not going to stop the speedboat and you see his face like are you seriously going to like ram through a whale and and you just see that that look that emote on his face and it that's like the best part of the trailer like totally got me i was cracking up after that yeah i was yeah. super happy to see that they are not pulling any punches they're just going to keep going and being more and more like outrageous i guess for season two and i guess the showrunner was saying that they're gonna like attack i mean tackle some like really major issues are gonna be like white supremacy and and you know racial injustice and which i'm imagining homelander has something to do with that like i can't, and it's gonna be like real on the nose for what's happening in the country right now i'm sure but it uh it has me pretty pumped to watch that uh the next season for sure yeah basically the showrunner is saying that this little this little snippet that you saw of them going full speed ahead of a of a speedboat into a whale is how they're treating the show they're going full speed ahead pedal to the metal they're just not gonna stop and i applaud them for that they're not they're not they're not they're not gonna try and like dumb it down or like like okay let's pull back the reins here i don't want to get you know blasted for being so gory or so raunchy like nope we're gonna go at this Full speed ahead, Captain, uh, and I'm 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 here for it. So, um, anything else that came up on your guys' feeds that made you go like, okay, like I actually I watched a few of the the panels, some of the the smaller panels. Like I watched one about the uh, history of the Comic Con exclusive action figures, which was 
No, somewhat okay. interesting. Yeah, they had toy makers from. Um, I think they had someone from Hasbro, um, the guy who's in charge of all the WWE, or one of the main guys, um, Bill McKenna, who comes up on the major wrestling figure podcast every so often. Uh, and he was talking about how he actually got his start with Hasbro from being at Comic-Con and seeing an ad in the booth where they were looking for a guy with encyclopedic knowledge of, of wrestling history and, and who's a toy maker. And he's like, I think that's this is me. Like, I got to do that. And like a year and a half later, he was making their Undertaker figure or whatever. Um, so oh, that was cool. kind of cool hearing like the process. Yeah. Um, I think they had somebody from NECA and they had somebody from Super 7. Super 7. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of cool just to hear people's sort of like what goes into um, creating those and sort of what it means to them, because that's sort of what feeds into our experience, right? Like, oh, as a collector, this is limited you've got to be here to get it um and they asked each one like what their first exclusive was that they ever had uh, vince do you remember what was your first comic con exclusive figure do you recall figure um yeah shoot. was it something star wars was it something black series or i don't, know. I don't, I don't think it was that year yeah black series came out is rather new so i think it was probably that oh yeah you were doing it like, much like 2011 was our first comic-con yeah so right. 2011 our my first thing was oh it was a hot wheels it was a it was a back to the future hot wheels with a diorama and a voltron oh, and, nice. a, and a sentinel from hasbro oh and that was a year where reyna was able to this is when it was easy back then to walk up to funko and <sighs> she basically was able to buy buy you know whatever she wanted because oh yeah sure you know get this and this and this so that was a great you know, great haul year, um, picking up stuff wise. But, um, you know, I was thinking of another like memory as we kind of go down, uh, you know, Comic-Con lane, uh, memory lane is, uh, Nico, do you remember when we did the zombie run? The zombie oh, yeah, we run? did it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Three times actually. Three. Okay. Wow. Well, that third one, we were, I think we were kind of like a little bit sauced on that one. So we were like, I don't think we would really remember <laughs> it really but that first one like jeremiah these ones were like they were held at petco park right the first year was intense i remember there, seeing it online i remember seeing people posting on twitter or something about it and it looked like so much fun yeah i think that was the year nico you i think you maybe turned your ankle trying to like you jumped off one of like the like pylons or whatever trying to escape a zombie and no it was no it was, yeah. it was really intense that was one of like my favorite like off-site events that they had um, and then like after that year, then they kind of like watered it down because I think people were actually getting really hurt. Oh yeah. I'm um, sure there were some, definitely some issues. I'm sure with some insurance payouts probably after that first year, I'm, I'm sure the little checkbox of the waiver didn't, you know, wasn't enough for people. <laughs> you to don't think going, it held hey. up? <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, I, I was thinking about that and that was like the same year where we almost went to, uh, Mexico, I think. Right. Nico? <laughs> Uh, yeah, because again, part of part of the Comic Con experience is the nightlife afterwards, right? And um, it was Tim, right? Yep. Like he was uh, he was dared by us to go on one of the um, mechanical Riding bulls, bulls. Uh-huh. and uh, to do a Kaepernick pose, right? I you think know, that was you remember it. This? Yeah. Remember what this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, to do, yeah. Ca- do the Kaepernick pose while doing the um, mechanical bull. 
in the middle of Charger Nation. Um, and so I think the guy operating the bull um, really wanted him to get knocked off. And he ended up, uh, I, I can't remember, was it like his shoulder that he dislocated or something? Oh, he, got, he, fra- he fractured he a rib. <laughs> he fractured a rib. Can you imagine getting on a mechanical bull and like you get tossed and like, and he slept through the night. Like I, like he, he went back to the hotel and um, he hung out. Like he was in pain all night. Um, That's a true. And yeah, but like, it wasn't even until the next day when he, we realized like it was, it's probably pretty serious. And <laughs> it was when he was, cause Nico had went down to hall H. Remember that was the same thing where we had one oh, of those, yeah. uh, you know, security guards who had maybe a little too much power in their hands, um, you know, throw us out of line because Nico had went down ahead and he'd already saved our spots while me, uh, me, Ryan and Tim, I believe, uh, we went to go get um, some like, you know, bandages or some ice packs or whatever that we could, icy hot, whatever we thought, because we didn't know it was a fractured rib at first. We just thought like, okay, maybe you just need like some painkillers. So we went to like the CVS and then we got into line and in the line, someone said like, Oh no, those guys just like walked in. Like I Nope, we're with him. And he was here for hours upon hours. And the guy didn't want to hear it. And he threw us out of line. And Tim at one point says, Oh, you know, this really hurts guys. Maybe I should go to a hospital or like, I, or I need some really, you know, some really uh, deep painkillers. Like these Tylenols are going to help. And he thought was his thought process was, Maybe I should go to, you know, Mexico's just right over there. Like, I think oh I can get God. some really, you know, good painkillers over there in Tijuana. And at the time, we thought, okay, yeah, sure. Why not? And totally plausible. Yeah. We, uh, I remember uh, we were about to get into a taxi. And we, right before we told the taxi guy, like, hey, like, we know we don't have any of our passports or anything. We can go there, but we'll be able to come back. And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, you can come back. False. You would not be able to come back. <laughs> We can go across the border easily, but coming back with no kind of only with only a California driver's license, no, no, my friend, that was not going to happen. So luckily, uh, our wives had uh, basically talked us out of that. Going, no, you're not getting a goddamn taxi. You got to take them to a real hospital, and you know, <laughs> and we'll settle this. In which case, it was settled. He had a fractured rib, and they gave and they gave him, and they end up giving him the painkillers that he didn't want. So luckily Jackson was there and was able to take care of the situation. No, unfortunately Dr. Jackson was not there. Just kidding. I only wish. Yeah. <laughs> That's I what his Jack- service is. Yeah, I think Jackson started coming the following year. But yes. um yeah, this was all pre-Jackson era because he probably would have given <laughs> to be honest, Jackson probably would have had the medication he needed on hand already. <laughs> Exactly. So that's why I said, like, oh man, missed opportunity. <laughs> See, this um, is why this Comic Con at home is no good. Like, what's the over under on cracked ribs? It's 0.5. Like, nobody broke a rib doing anything fun this exactly. year. Yeah. Week. No memory. <laughs> nobody has any memories. That's the problem. There's no stories to no. tell. No, I mean, like I said, the closest story was when I went to the mall to try and get that, that pop. That wasn't enough for me. I need to see something like I need to see someone going on a bird scooter right down gas lamp, hauling ass, <laughs> and then almost getting hit by a car. And then and then they in turn, you know, turn it on them and say, Hey, what the fuck do you think you're doing? And slap the hood of the car. Were you there for that one, Jeremiah? Last year? Um, yes. I I want to see somebody eat shit and then get a ticket because they're riding it where they're not supposed to. Like that that's the kind of entertainment I'm coming for. <gasps> that- Insult to injury. <laughs> It's, it's not the same. I I do have to say I also do not miss like uh, the unfortunate uh, odors of Comic Con. Not the bo 
really, mm-hmm. but more like the, what's outside of Comic Con, like what lingers around out there and the shadows yeah. that may be also dropping deuces in the middle of the goddamn street. <laughs> oh, there's a seediness for sure. There's a certain element in the area when you have that many people. It's a uh, there's a wide array of uh, of sensory sort of oh. issues around. Um, I got a question. We were talked a little bit about uh, Comic Con exclusives and some of our you know remembering sort of ones that we that were important in the past. Was there anything from this year that either of you guys saw that Vance? You talked a little bit about the Funko. Was there anything else that? that caught your eye that you'd like to get maybe if you haven't yet? Oh, it's not exclusive really, but it's more of like um, the announcement that McFarlane Well, told that's us. the thing this year because the, the quote-unquote exclusives are not really con exclusives anymore, yeah. but they have now turned into Target and Walmart exclusives and are just being sort of released. They've either been announced or being released now yeah. into retail where before you might have had to go to comic-con to get it now you're gonna have to figure out do i pre-order this thing do i go on the hunt in the stores for it it's, if it's being released like what i guess what was either announced that you're looking for sort of in the near future or that you know we're anticipating or seeing in the stores now that that you're looking for oh the mcfarland dc line those though i saw i saw a preview of what's supposed to be coming out in, in the coming months yeah i mean and like they're not they're gonna be general release but they look really good like mcfarland toys has is actually gonna put up a f- real fight now with um, i think marvel legends because dc before didn't have a really good uh track record with their collectibles and their figures like they were jumping from like brand to brand and sometimes they weren't their sculpts weren't that great their paint app the apps were there you know weren't all there but mcfarland looks like they've really like they showed off uh flashpoint batman that's gonna be coming out so that one's gonna be coming out it looks pretty oh, cool yeah. Thomas oh, yeah. um and then you got uh red hood and nightwing that's gonna be coming out so and these are six inch no these are seven inch so that's the oh yeah that's right yeah. that's kind of like todd mcfarland's kind of a yeah pissing contest move towards uh or you know hasbro marvel legends like going oh you guys are six inches well, here, take a look at this seven-inch baby. Like, oh, okay, it's yeah. nice. But um, yeah. So those are the those are the ones I'm looking forward to. And I think Hasbro announced a couple of Star Wars sets. I think that and Endor Heroes set looks pretty cool. So yeah, that's yeah. Do you have the speeder already? Do you have the uh, stormtrooper? I had the lance. I have the lance speeder. The uh, but I don't have the um speeder from uh, Endor. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I have, I have one of those already, but it'll be good to have another. And you can actually have a scene, then. like you can right. put them together now. And you got an Ewok in there, and you have the indoor versions of Han, Luke, and Leia. Like, and the packaging is really nice on that one as well. Yeah, so, and that's gonna come out like I got a hundred dollars, which is fine. Yeah. See, you know what? Now it makes me think. You that that's a hundred dollars, but that that goddamn Luke and Yoda was forty five. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. They they had the Target exclusive. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, the two pack, the Empire. Yeah, Strikes no, no, Fortieth anniversary. Dagaba. Yeah, the Dagaba oh, yeah. two pack with the you know it's got the Yoda with the little and you can put him in the backpack and you know it's a classic classic scene. But uh, for basically one and a half figures, forty five bucks is a was a little ugh. A little yeah, steep. Now that I think about it, that Endor set is going to be 109, and you get a fucking vehicle. You get a vehicle uh, and four other figures. Yeah, yeah. Four and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, or four. Yeah, three and a half. Whatever. Oh, 
I don't know what's going on over there at Hasbro. Um, but I mean, is there, I'm trying to think what else about Comic-Con that just wasn't all there. Obviously it wasn't also just, you know, hanging out with you guys, you know, in the room at, I think Nico, I text you on, it was a Saturday or Friday. I was like, going, you know what? Right about now we'd be in the room looking at our hall and then pre-gaming, getting ready to go, you know, kick it off, like, you know, the, wrap up the, the, you know, the convention weekend. And it just, yeah. that, that wasn't there. It felt like, oh, that's, a, that's the one thing you look forward to. Like, all right, we're going to go big. And we're going to go home on this one. This, this is how we're going to, you know, sign off, everyone. Yeah, I definitely uh, miss, um, like, that environment where just day drinking at any time of the day was just, like, normal. <laughs> like, so many people are just, like, smuggling alcohol in their backpacks. And, I mean, you're already in the middle of, like, downtown. So there's, like, bars everywhere. But like people are just taking swigs of alcohol here and there, like for no reason other than just to be drunk while while people watching, while trying to find uh, ways to kill the time, while you know racing on bird scooters, which we've witnessed and have done ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like I think it really it was it, it it's kind of like what you said. It it, it was the environment. It's uh, it's very much like Thor. Uh, Asgard is a people, not a place type of thing where um you know uh it, it, it the experience isn't the same i mean i would give comic-con a um a for effort trying to put some content out there you know especially since um you know the last year was their 50th anniversary which is why we went um and, you know like having done this for 50 years i think they it was a good valiant effort on their part to try and put something out there for the fans the people that have been um you know, or the people that have just been waiting for, for this part of the year, maybe their first time, and then it got canceled, you know. Um, but you're right, it's not it's not the same at all. Yeah, we got a, we got a watered-down version of what, you know, like, supposed to be this grand spectacle that th- that spans four, five days, actually, from preview night, right? Yeah. And then you get these things of, like, sprinkling, like, re- you know, reveals here and there or... Or trailer so that it's you know it's, it's it loses luster and stuff but i mean I said hopefully next year it will you know get back to where it used to be like is there any other like memories that that make you like miss like the whole con, con experience like jeremiah you said you you know like seeing stars or whatever did you did you run into any last year uh or did you no i don't think we really ran into it but there was things like uh like I, I was able to get an item signed by Claudio Sanchez from the band Code and Cambria, and I've liked them for a really long time. Like he does comic books as well. It's like you have these little moments where you're like, oh, you get to face to face with somebody you wouldn't get to see, you know, in normal everyday life. Uh, for me, what I really, really miss because last year was my first major, was my first Comic Con, um, was just like the varied experiences. Like, oh, we're gonna go watch, you know, Conan O'Brien tape in the morning, and we're gonna get like there's exclusive you know pops that are going to come with it and we're going to see if we can trade with people and complete the set and then oh by two o'clock though we got to go because there's a panel we want to watch and then where are we going to go have dinner tonight there's that thing like there's so many different ways to experience the weekend and so many different um just opportunities and it's kind of it is whatever you decide to make of it and uh yeah there's no you you can't really do the same con twice it doesn't seem like so like this version this virtual version is like okay i can watch these videos uh but it's really it's not the same thing you're at a for effort like thanks for trying but 
hopefully we're in a place as a nation next year where people stop being so fucking selfish that we can do something like this again. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you know, was another thing though that I think took away from the convention was obviously DC is going to be having their own uh, kind of fan fan appreciation uh, convention or virtual convention. They're calling it the DC Dome under the DC Dome. So I think that's why you're not going to see that many, you know, representation of the brand at this virtual Comic Con because like, no, well, why am I going to do that go under you when I could just do it on my own on a later date and do it my way? So I think that's where, and I think Marvel also did that. Maybe they're like a little bit. Uh, I mean, we saw what Hellstrom, uh, the new series is going to come out on, on Hulu, which I'm. That's all foreign to me. So it looks it looks cool, looks awesome, looks dark and you know like kind of edgy and scary. But I mean, if I wasn't there to like uh, like really grasp and understand, then I, I it just would have just kind of like flown under the radar over my head. So I mean, who's another? Like, yeah, Mezco was doing their own thing. Like, everyone, every, all these brands were doing their own kind of thing, like, not really under the Comic-Con umbrella. So that's also another thing, uh, reason why I feel like this wasn't even a real, not even a real virtual Comic-Con because you have all these individual companies doing their own thing during the same time, but it's not, they're not calling it Comic-Con. They're saying, oh, yeah, this is Mezco-Con. This is so-and-so con of Funko-Con, whatever. So it's like, hmm you know everyone's kind of like branching out and they they were doing their own thing so that that was another another thing that kind of not i wouldn't say tarnished but kind of like made this weekend like not not so great yeah mm-hmm. like deflated the um the overall excitement if like everyone's just gonna do their own thing there's no reason that there there was nothing holding my hand to the fire to be like okay i have to be watching this panel at this time you know there was nothing that was um that I felt was going to be revealed that was going to be. And just because I think you said it too, Jeremiah, is that like right now the state of the world is so uncertain. Like one of the biggest things that um, like, or, you know, I, I guess it's no, no surprise, but all these movies got pushed back again. That was announced. They were announced at Comic-Con. And yeah. so it's like, how can we reveal anything when we don't even know when we can like pick up production on certain things, you know? So uh, until the world is, is, is back to somewhat, form of normalcy i don't know that that um we're gonna see like huge reveals unless it's stuff that's already been um like created like for the boys or uh new mutants which (laughs) has been in limbo for years now um you know and at this point for new mutants it's like like i i have already pieced together the whole like plot story yeah story you've seen enough from trailers to like then they released the first two minutes of, of, of the movie uh, that was the reveal um, at Comic-Con. Like, I, I, I don't know that even, like, I'm looking forward to the DC fandom, but I don't know that there's going to be much more to reveal there, too, unless it's just, like, something they've already completed or something that they're going to... Well, um, yeah. you, you brought the DC fandom. I don't know if this was just released, you know, was leaked out or announced over the weekend because it was Comic-Con weekend or whatever, or have any kind of relation to it, but DC Zack Snyder in his uh, cut, and he showed the Superman in the black suit. Yeah, that actually, you know what? That was pretty cool. That was a, that was probably a big reveal for them. But again, we already knew that 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 the Snyder cut was coming out before this. It was just it was just to show that little clip, which yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. Like, I mean, I'm excited for that to come out. Uh, well, seeing that now makes me like okay, and I'm now I'm hearing that he's gonna have it's all going to be 100% his footage. Like he's not going to use any of Josh Whedon's footage. We're going, so it's a whole new movie then. It's not, it's not 
you know, it's not the Justice League, you know, 2.0. This is this is Justice League reboot or whatever you want to call it because it's 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 your Bizarro Justice League or something. Exactly. Yeah, but I do have to appreciate though that I'm glad he didn't give Superman the mullet that he rocked when he was wearing that black suit uh, back in the comics uh, in, the, in the 90s. Um, but yeah, I mean, seeing that, like I said, uh, that, that that was like one of the most biggest things. Like, oh shit, that's that's awesome. But then I also didn't connect that to being a Comic-Con like reveal or thing. I just thought to myself like, oh, that's awesome. Zack Snyder released it. Not, oh my God, that's cool. Zack Snyder was at Comic-Con and he announced it. Right? So it's it's... Like when Nico, when me and you remember we went to uh, Hall H, and we were it was revealed the uh, Batman versus Superman. Oh yeah, that that was the one time we got to Hall H, and they actually showed like the footage of uh you know armored bat uh armored Batman you know lighting the signal and then seeing Superman in the sky. That was huge. Yeah, that was huge, and the the whole the weight of everything you just felt the room like holy shit. I mean, unfortunately, the rest of the day in that hall was like sleepy times, but. That was that moment. I was like, "Holy shit, that's that's fucking awesome!" That was how I also, you know, not full one hundred percent, but I had that feeling when I saw the black suit Superman get revealed. But I did not attribute that to Comic Con. I attributed that just to being a Zack Snyder releasing this. So that's where I feel like that's where it loses its, you know, kind of like feeling behind everything. It's just like it's not a Comic Con thing. It's just yeah, you didn't get all the woos and wah like the screaming fans, like you know the clapping and the applause. Yeah, I saw I emojis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, if I wanted to, I could go onto YouTube and see someone's reaction, right? Like, okay, I'm gonna watch this for the first time. Holy shit! I, I need that room of ten thousand people to be like, oh fuck yeah, you're gonna do it, Zach. You're gonna fucking bring DC back to its, you know, <laughs> Jeremiah's laughing. Jeremiah, you know what you're gonna do? You know what we're gonna make you do. You're supposed to watch Wonder Woman this year. Obviously that's not, God knows if that's gonna happen. But when Wait, HBO you haven't seen Wonder Woman? No, he hasn't watched any DC movies. Oh really? That's that's a good that that that's a good one. I've heard good things. If I was gonna watch one that I thought I could be mildly optimistic about. I guess it's that one. Yeah. yeah so, and, and it's a standalone. It's more or less a standalone, yeah. right? Like you don't need to connect it, even though it's like the third or fourth one in the the universe. Yeah. Yeah. No, but when, when, you know, DC, you know, or I'm sorry, when HBO max releases this Snyder cut, we're going to have you watch the first one. On, you know, the Josh Whedon version and then the Zack Snyder. And that's going to be our episode. We want to see how you feel about both. And if you still are uh, like, it's guys, it's a DC film. Sorry, guys. I'd rather watch Old Guard again. Like, oh, shit. Man, that's going to be rough. That That's going to be the uh, the telling sort of moment. If I'd rather watch Old Guard, you know that that shit is rough. So that's your bar now. That's, that's, what, that's yeah. where you're going to put the bar? Yeah. Would you rather watch a Netflix movie Mm-hmm. With so and so star or a DC movie, ooh, let's see. So that's what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna put the bar now from now on. All right, all right, I'm down. Let's figure it out. Jeremiah, how about you? Did you find any uh, exclusives or anything that you were kind of excited for besides the indoor um, set? Uh, I did like that indoor set. Um, trying to remember, like I'm just sort of, I, I'm just keeping sort of one toe in the water for. Um, like the WWE figures, just because I think they look cool. So I like, I, I follow them. Um, 
but they I don't think they had a big oh they're they had the uh the Mr. T figure which actually was really cool so and that they sold had, like, out the, fast sold out fast the WrestleMania one Mr. T and it came the packaging mimics sort of the clamshell casing of the VHS um yeah. containers from the 80s so I was a big fan of those um uh, but yeah, the, really, there wasn't much that caught my eye this year. Um, not like last year. Like that Boba Fett was like a hundred percent must have last year. Um, this year, the Endor set, like I'm in on it for sure. But I'm, but I, I, I guess I'm not chomping at the bit. Like I'm gonna get it. I'm sure I'm gonna get it. But mm. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. If you saw it in person in a display case and you got to see it, like, oh, okay, this. That's this the thing. Good. Right, see, yeah. so that's, that's yeah. where we're looking. We lose that, like, oh shit! Are like, any of, so my wallet. Yeah. I guess my. I guess our wallets were saved this year because I guess I. I would be like, oh, sure. fuck! I need this now. <laughs> yeah, were any of the GI Joes considered con exclusive? No, they had Target exclusives, and those are all sold out right now everywhere too. Yeah, Crazy. yeah. Bots, that's the thing. Man, the bots. Yeah, it seems like there's more and more releases this year than ever before but there's so many of them are online pre-order stuff got to get it before the computer does the bots grab everything up that it's uh it's made it so that it was even more difficult it felt like than being at the con and getting in line and, and finding a way to get those things. So, yeah yeah yeah. yeah instead so, of fighting fighting the 150,000 people now you're fighting like the 1.5 million people that are in that fandom or whatever right speaking of uh tar- target exclusives i don't know if you guys have um you guys are you know obviously up north um so they started doing because Disneyland's been closed down here for uh, months now, um, and um, they started selling um, like merchandise from uh, Star Wars Land in Target stores. But I'm not sure if that's just down I here heard about or if this. they they've um, started selling them up there too. I heard about that, but no, I haven't seen anything up here at all. I I saw an email about it. I think I saw an email from Target saying, "Hey, get your uh, Galaxy's Edge." Um, um, you know, products here, and I, I have, but I haven't seen it in store yet. But I did, I did get an email about it. Have you already seen it? Uh, in your area? I assume it would like be easier. Of, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, if this is just going to be like a SoCal thing, but um, they they had like uh, like a few of the cookbooks, and like I, I think I saw like the signs for the a couple of the droids that they were selling, like the controllable droids. Um, but they didn't have any on display. So I don't know if they were just sold out already when I got there or if, um, if, if they're just getting ready to stock them. But I, I was just wondering like how they were handling that whole situation. I mean, I'm not shocked. They must be sitting on so much product. Like galaxy's edge was disappointing to begin with in terms of attendance numbers. And now they've been closed for months. So it's like, they must just be have so much of that. They were like, like, so close to reopening and then of course california got shut down again and it's just like man they are losing so much money right now i wonder i wonder if i get a little uh that little salacious crumb uh puppet uh, puppet now for a little bit cheaper <laughs> maybe target will have it maybe maybe I, i'd buy sure a lightsaber up there <laughs> are you gonna build it right right there the, yeah. the, in the middle of aisle five like no, I need this. I need. I need. That. Where are my Kyber crystals at? God damn it! Ah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, I mean, so it's consensus. This year's Comic Con was kind of like a comic flub. Um, but here we're hoping next year we can, uh, you know, get together again. You know, camp out under the yeah. stars, under you under the gotta, tents, and get yeah. ready to chalk it up to twenty twenty. Just get another 
fucking A, 2020. What are you going to do? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. The murder hornets, you know, the, the aliens. Aliens, aliens that are coming after us, and now comic Oh, my God. It's just horrible. All horrible. So, well, guys, until next year's Comic-Con, where can everyone find you, though? Uh, I am on Instagram. Uh, I'm at Nico.Suave. That's N-W-E-Q-O dot S-U-A-V-E. Uh, my account's private, but if you guys let me know you're a friend of the podcast, I'll definitely add you. Uh, you can find me at XJDempseyX on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, until then, I guess you can also just find me lining up outside because I, I really want to get into Hall H next year, guys. So I figure I'll just line up now. Yeah, I'll put on some sort of like um, I'll put on some sort of suit like uh, like Marty in Back to the Future, like where he's a uh, Darth Vader. Perfect. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll be dressed in a space suit with a Walkman, and I'll just like kill time out there. It'll be totally fine. <laughs> Coronavirus free. I'll be first in line. It'll be great. You, you, that you, would be amazing. amazing. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing if you if, if there's like a cam out there right now, and there are already people lining up for Hall H for next year. That that would be amazing. That'd be the best. Um, as always, you can find me Vimastaro09 on Instagram and v, uh, Vinsanity09 on Twitter. I don't know if you guys can hear my dogs in the background, but you can find them also on Instagram. Bishop.thenerdski at Instagram and Rogue.thenerdski on Instagram as well. And you can always find us on Keeping It Nerd Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. You can find us on Keeping It Nerd on Twitter and on Instagram. Send us your emails. Let us know, like, did you miss uh, what, what are your favorite moments of Comic Con? What did you miss? Um, hopefully, you'll be able to get there next year. What exclusives you're looking into? Um, Keeping a nerd podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's Keeping a nerd podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again, everyone, for joining us for this episode. Until then, keep it real. Keep it nerd. Ready. Yeah. Check the podcast, nerds about the broadcast About to drop some knowledge on your brain with all these hot facts Gaming, anime, and even comics got you covered I'll just listen to this intro from this budget Donald Glover yeah. We'll take your mind up on a trip like Rick and Morty Like we jumping through these portals, trust me, none of this is boring And they cover all these topics, start an A until the letter Z Attack on Titan all the way to Zoro, that's more than one piece Keeping nerd or nothing, yeah, you know that is our motto And if you listen to us, that's the motto that you follow Got the host with the most, he got moves like he's Star-Lord All these haters like it's Star Wars Far more content than you could even ask for Put it on your phone and then just stick it to your dashboard Tune in anytime and they will probably have your fandom But now just kick back so you can listen to the anthem Keep it nerd, keep it nerd, what's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts Blowing up cause you know we got a bomb cast Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast Keep it nerd, keep it nerd, what's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts Blowing up cause you know we got a bomb cast Podcast.